for Lovers. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Roundtable with Jack and Canned. John, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, my brother. Doing my doing good. What about you? I'm doing pretty good. Watching the Heat Celtics game five right now. We'll see if we got time in the roundtable for that here, or if we're going to do it on the Jack and Canned show that will be immediately following this episode. But John, do you got who's on top ready for the audience? Oh, dude, you know it. That's how we kick off all these episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, who's on top? And we're always going to start off with Kolb's favorite, the Major League Baseball. (laughs) Over there in the MLB, we got the American League Yankees sitting on top, 30 and 13. Pretty impressive record, Kolb's last 10 games, though. What's that? That's a hell of a start. Dude, it is a hell of a start. They're on freaking fire. Last 10 games, so six and four. Last 10 spread, they got the Rays and the Blue Jays that are tied right there with the Red Sox coming a little hot in the last 10 games. At yeah, they were two. down by a pretty good bit to both Toronto and Tampa not that long ago. Yeah, they still are nine and a half games back, but it is still very early in the season, so a lot of movement can end up happening. Yeah, because it- they play 162 games inexplicably for no reason. <laughs> right they need to shorten the season i think they will eventually yeah about like 100 games (laughs) yeah (laughs) just go right to the playoffs i'd probably watch honestly if it just wasn't that many games like make it 82 games like hockey and basketball and i'll jump in occasionally yeah yeah fair enough the season is long it's pretty much double compared to everything else so AL Central, we got the Twins sitting on top over there. AL West, we got the Astros sitting on top. Got to give a shout-out, though, to the Angels at 27-17, and 17, just one game back from the Astros. So they're giving them some hell. Colbs, the Angels are looking good this season. Is it their year? Otani. Hey, there we go. That's that's enough said. We're going to move on over to the <laughs> That's National about League. all I got on the Angels, John. <laughs> NL East. Colbs, another team that we said – say every single year they start on fire in the yep. NL East. Who is it, Colbs? <laughs> oh, it's coming. I just cannot wait for the all-star break for the New York Metropolitans to take their slide, their annual dive straight down the water slide right into the lazy river to nowhere. I am hopeful that they're going to hang on because they are looking pretty damn impressive so far. 29 and 17, last 10 games, 6 and 4. Colbs, Something that they got going for them in their division, nobody's really that good. Uh, Philly's struggling, Braves struggling, Marlins struggling, and the Nats are rounding out that NL East division. Uh, last 10 games, three and seven, but a 15 and 30 overall record. They're 13 and a half games back. So seems a little tough 
uh, for anyone to go ahead and catch up to the Mets as long as they could stay average because <laughs> everybody else is below. Yeah, I mean, if they get into the playoffs, that's already kind of a win for them because they usually don't even do that. So that would be pretty cool for them. Granted, I mean, I got to think the Mets in the first round of the playoffs, regardless of who they play, it's just going to be a bludgeoning by the other team. And it's only because it's the Mets. It, this is not any analytical talk that I'm giving you. I'm not sitting here giving you the pathways to baseball. I'm just simply telling you the Mets cannot succeed. Colbs, uh, we'll we'll continue on, and I'm going to come back to that topic in just a moment here. NL Central Brewers on top. NL West, of course, we have the Dodgers on top, followed by the Padres. And, of course, the Giants are still mixed up in there. The Diamondbacks aren't that far behind, and the Rockies are still in it. So the NL West, kind of weird. Everybody's still got a semi-chance. Uh, I mean, I know it's early on in the season, but nobody's really running away with it too much. Everybody's kind of clustered up there. Colbs, going back to that topic of, oh, my God, this is podcast gold. This is why we win awards, because I totally derailed myself. New York Mets, John. Thank you. New York Mets. I (laughs) I saw a Yankees game a little bit of the Yankees game, and I ended up coming across um, uh, one of the things they ended up putting up on the screen, and it showed the last times, the last time that the New York teams ended up winning a championship. Dude, I know it's been a little while for the Yankees. I, yeah, what's it been, 86 for the Mets? Well, not even about the Mets. This one really took me back. The Rangers was in like the 90s, I believe, if my memory serves me right, like 94, 96, New York Rangers, which they're still in it. But this one blew my freaking mind. Colbs, you might even remember the exact year. I think it was 1964 for the New York Knicks. Or oh, no, it was uh, it was the 71-72 or 72-73 uh, season. Okay. Dude. Walt Frazier, the glide. That, that blew my mind. I'm like, Wow. New York is such a huge market. It always has this heavy emphasis on it. But every single year. Did you know that Phil Jackson was part of that team? I did not. Ooh, that's a little trivia question. Yeah. Yeah. No, I unfortunately know way too much about basketball that played, you know, 30 years before I was born. (laughs) That's not a bad thing, (laughs) Colts. It's just an odd piece in my memory bags where I'm like, I don't know why I remember this so vividly. I know I did watch like John, I've watched like full tapes of some of these games. Like I've watched finals games from the sixties and I'm like, why am I doing this? And actually I'm happy that I did. Cause if I didn't, I don't know that I'd know exactly how great Elgin Baylor and Jerry West were. <laughs> Colts. I'm not surprised. That's why I brought it up because I'm like, Guaranteed Colts knows this year, and you bailed me out on that one because I couldn't <laughs> remember it uh, from TV. So real quick, just transitioning to who's on top over there in the NBA. Well, it's pretty heated. Colts, like Colts right, mentioned baby. a little bit ago. That's the right, Celtics- baby. Do you feel the heat? Hey. Do you feel it creeping into your system, into your bloodstream, into your very being? Oh, it's getting hot out here, baby. Eastern Conference Finals, 2-2, knotted up. Game five right now. 
Two and two, game five, sitting as we currently record this episode, 29, Miami, 25, the Celtics, going over to the Mavs and Warriors. Colbs, I am shocked that the Mavs ended up pulling out a victory. Series at three and one. Did the Mavericks have a chance? No. I, I knew you were going there as soon as you started that up. Now, uh, it's very rare that you see a sweep in a conference final series. That That's just saving face. That's one that the Warriors are okay giving away. They'll probably take it here in five coming back to home court. And, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the NBA because I got notes on both game three and game four for the Heat Celtic series. I also have notes for the Dallas and Golden State series. It'll probably end up on our Jack and Can show coming up just because I got a pretty good bit. But we will make sure to get back to them at some point. But, John, there's also NHL playoffs. I hope you got that pulled up, buddy. So, Colbs, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Man, this is heated up. Yes. Playoff hockey, man. I'm telling you, like I barely watch hockey during the regular season, but I swear to God, I watch so much playoff hockey every year. I don't know what it is. As soon as that physicality takes that turn to playoff physicality, the game becomes different. It becomes more fun. Every goal matters more, even in those weird ass nine to six games. Like it's just fun, man. There's nothing like hockey. Oh, dude. I love it too. Freaking. I'm pulling for the Rangers, and you know I have been pulling for them for a little while. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but way back when, when we were talking about the sports bets apps, like this is a month and a half ago, the last time I actually placed a bet. I put 50 cents in the Miami Heat. Did I tell you on the last episode? You're feeling the heat, huh? So, well, I was feeling the heat about a month and a half ago. So I put 50 cents in the Miami Heat that they were going to win the championship. 50 cents wins me $5.50. That's how the odds were stacked way back in the day when I placed that bet. I just bet. can't imagine placing a bet that could win me a potential of $5. Like that, <laughs> that just seems so stupid. Wait a minute, Colbs. Wait a minute. This next one is going to get you. A month and a half ago, I also put a 50 cent bet. And ladies and gents, if you think I'm lying, Colbs knows me. I'm literally putting 25 yeah, cents. John, John cents. legitimately bets like quarters that's how he bets it's ridiculous the first time i got him hooked on one of these things he lost like 20 bucks in a weekend and said okay never again oh dear god oh my stars i will not ever do this again so john (laughs) has been doing nothing but a shitload of 25 cent bets so this next one Colbs, you're gonna love this because i know i do damn i'm good at picking picking teams the new york rangers i put a 50 cent bet on and the reward the, or the payout is going to be $22 if they end up winning. No, no. I mean, John, that the odds there are nice. Uh, it would have been nice if you bet more than 50 cents on it. And the <laughs> other part that I'm going to say is you say, damn, I'm good at picking teams. John, what happens when the Rangers lose the Lightning next round and the Heat lose the Warriors in the finals? Whoa, well, whoa, then, whoa. We're then, getting then too far out, ahead of ourselves. You're out a whole far. damn dollar. You're out a dollar, buddy. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves. So who's on top? Yes, <laughs> that's a little teaser. Kolb's team, Tampa Bay, is on top. Okay, Carolina, New York series tied over there. We got the Oilers. Oh, dang. That's a close. Well, no, not really. 3-1 in that series. And we got Dude, Colorado got leading. about in that series, too. That what was that, bud? Series. 
that we're going to talk a little bit about just one player for Edmonton. Uh, we'll we'll get back to it. Go ahead and finish out your thing, but I, I have to give a piece on this kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Colorado leading their series over there with uh, three and one. So, Jesus, everybody's just dominating Colbs, except for the Rangers-Carolina series. They're evenly matched, but everybody else kind of running away with it. So what do you got? All right. Uh, as far as the Colorado series goes, Colorado has been the best team in the Western Conference for like a series of years. It's been like a solid three years that they've been better than everybody, and they've just never made it to the Stanley Cup championship. So I want to see Colorado get there. Granted, yeah, I'm rooting for Tampa because, well, at this point, I, I'm just being a hypocrite. I was rooting for Boston, and then they went out. I said, okay, let's give the Panthers their shot. Tampa just beat the hell out of them. I mean, I'm telling you, John, that series it just was given up at the end of game two. With did I did I even talk about this on the podcast? How the Florida Panthers lost game two? No. So the Panthers played a hell of a game with Tampa game two. They were they were hanging in there, and they got a tie game. And their defensemen, who have kind of somewhat, I shouldn't even say somewhat, their defensemen have let them down pretty much all season because Carolina, or not Carolina, Florida rather, has had this offense that has scored more goals than anybody else in the history of the NHL throughout the course of the regular season. They had a phenomenal offense. Like they were putting up six goals every goddamn night. It was ridiculous. It wasn't even real. It was like somebody was playing a video game. And they get to they get to the playoffs, and that offense all of a sudden went away. They were able to get through Washington in six games, but then they had to go play Tampa, who's won the last two Stanley Cups. And Tampa whooped up on them pretty good game one. But when it came to game two, Florida – now, granted, this was not high scoring. I believe the score was one-to-one at the time. It could have been 2-2, but I think it was 1-1. And literally, John, we're talking five seconds left in this game. Tampa puts one in deep behind the net and the defenseman for the Florida Panthers, Mackenzie Weger, who has just made bad plays defensively all season for Florida, goes behind the net to attack the puck when there's five seconds left, leaving the front of the net wide open. And it's Kucherov that's got the puck behind the net. So naturally... I don't even remember who the guy that scored the goal was. He just found the guy that was sitting right in front of the net with nobody defending him and just shoveled it right over to him. Top shelf goal, lightning win. And it, it, John, I'm telling you, I think there was something like 3.8 seconds left on the clock or something like that. It was just so defeating because all that you got to do there is protect the front of the net because it's a bad angle from behind the net to find a way to put it into the net. Like, you don't make shots from there. So the only chance was a wraparound. Guess what? Sergei Bobrovsky kicks out the boot out to the out to the goalpost, has a glove hang around, and just carries the whole body against that goalpost. And guess what? There's not going to be a shot that gets past him. There's only five seconds. It's not like they got time to really set something up unless you leave the guy in front of the net wide open. And that's exactly what they did. And so Tampa just stole, uh, they stole the series right there. It was over. Florida was just depleted at that point. Game three, Tampa just kind of, it was, I shouldn't even say a routing, but it looked like a routing, even though I want to say it was just, I think it was a 5-1 overall score, but with two empty netters at the end of the game. 
So it wasn't really a routing in the sense of routing that you would traditionally see where it wasn't, you know, four to one and they got one empty netter. It was a three to one game. Florida was still hanging in there. They pulled the goalie. And then at the end of the game, Tampa was able to shovel two into the empty net. So game three was relatively combative. And then game four, I mean, it was nothing, nothing at the end of the first period. I remember looking during the second period, seeing that it was a tie game and nothing, nothing. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, that was when we were out. I, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I have in my head. That series might have been over by then. Who who cares? Uh, point <laughs> of it being is that Florida just didn't hang in there for game four. So Tampa takes the sweep. Tampa moves along. And, John, I know that you're feeling faithful on your Rangers right now, but I don't think there's anything stopping Tampa Bay from winning a third straight Stanley Cup. I really don't. Ugh. And I, But, again, this is where I became hypocritical, John, because – I was going for the Bruins. All right, Bruins got knocked out. My team's gone. All right, let's jump on the pan wagon. Let's get behind the Panthers. Yep, they got knocked out, crushed by Tampa. Soul just destroyed. They probably won't even have the same team next year because everybody's just so depleted from what happened at the end of game two. Now, immediately, I'm just like, all right, well, Tampa it is. Let me get behind them again because, well, I can just say that I grew up there and call it like a moral victory, even though it's not. It's just me being a hypocrite. So you still want to see them win if they advance, if it's between the oh. Rangers and them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no affiliation with the Rangers. I don't give a shit about the Rangers. Go Lightning. Oh, I was hoping, Cove, you would change your ways. Yeah, usually I try to get behind your bets, but I don't want to get behind your potential $5 of winnings, John. If you want me to get behind you, you got to put down a couple of bucks. No, Coles, it's going to be $22, man. 21 or $22. Yeah, John, if you want me to get behind your bets, put down more than 50 cents on the damn bet. <laughs> Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to follow you on 50 cent bets. Like <laughs> at least make it one of the parlays like at the Super Bowl where you almost won like 80 or 100 bucks. Oh. Oh like, no! I, think I was, that one was I like... was full blown, just like hell yeah! Odell Beckham's the best receiver I've ever seen in my life. That was actually closer. I think close to like eight hundred. It was something crazy. It was something absolutely oh, was it bizarre. Really? <laughs> it was something ridiculous, and we needed Odell to come through with that. Vegas must have called him up and said, "You're not doing this because we're going to be paying out yeah, a lot of Odell, people. We need you to blow your knee out right now." They did it to him, and he didn't even know that. It wasn't Gatorade he was drinking. It was something that was messing up with his Well, here's his what joints. I got to, John. You say it was Vegas, and uh, rather than thinking of the actual casinos and the gambling industries, I'm just going to say it was Gruden. <laughs> I like that even better. I like that even better. Gruden. I like that. Oh, I haven't heard his name in a while. Good uh, reasons, you probably still won't for a while. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Cheers to that. Cheers to Vegas, Colbs. What so else do we John, got in mind? As, as far as that Edmonton Calgary series goes, so I got to throw out there to you: Have you ever watched this player Connor McDavid from Edmonton? I have not. So I will tell you that I have yet to actually watch a game of this guy's play. Right, but I have to bring it up because avid listener of the show Tim brought this to my attention. He said, Colby, have you seen this dude? And I'm like, I've heard his name and I've heard he's like by far the best player in the NHL, which I don't understand how, because with guys like Kucherov and Stamkos and Tampa, I don't know how there's something better than that. 
you got to watch a highlight film on this guy sometime, John. I'm telling you, this kid does things that people have not done really throughout the, the history of hockey. Like it kind of looks like it's got a little bit of a Pavel Bure quality to it. John, I actually, I just realized who I'm talking to here. Do you know who that is? I have no freaking clue. Okay. Russian rocket, John, just think of the Russian rocket and what that would imply. Uh, no, right. I don't know that McDavid's got the speed that Bure does, but there's just certain moves. Think, think of like Iverson in basketball. It, it's kind of like that as a hockey version. It's a lot of flash. There's just a whole lot of stuff that you see, and you're like, holy shit, nobody else in this league can do this. But Connor McDavid can do it in hockey. I'm telling you, like he does things that Gretzky couldn't do. I'm not saying he's as great as Gretzky, and I guarantee he's not going to break all the records of Gretzky because nobody ever will. The great one will stand alone. But this kid is really good. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, John, it's like watching a mini movie, just like a little six minute YouTube clip of him. It'll blow your mind. You're going to be like, holy shit, that guy knows how to put the puck in the back of the net, regardless of circumstance. For the Edmonton cool. Oilers, which the cool. also is where Gretzky spent a good chunk of his career. Fair enough. Look at you. Oh, my God. Do you know all about the history of everything? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I got I got you on history. Yeah, I just named off the 1971 Knicks for you, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that would history. have been bad. That almost came out my nose and sprayed all over the computer. There wouldn't have been a podcast at that point. It would have been yes. shut down. <laughs> yeah, actually, I guess there's, you know, football, I'm pretty solid throughout all of everything. But, I mean, if you ask me, like, <laughs> hockey and Actually, no, you know what? I guess I got a pretty good grasp on their history, too, because I was watching the Lightning in the 2000s and I was watching the Bruins from 20, you know, like 2008 onward. So maybe there's like a couple years, like 06, 07, that I didn't really watch hockey. And uh, yeah, basketball, you're not going to get much by me outside of the late 70s where it just didn't seem like the league mattered. Fair enough. Fair enough. Big E. For me, uh, didn't really pay attention to any of it. So I am way far behind. I got a lot of work to do. Uh, you don't want to talk 72 next with me? <laughs> I don't you think don't I can. About, you don't want to talk about Jerry Lucas? I don't Pearl, think I can. Pearl Monroe? Just like the side of that can says, it says chill. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be says. chilling while you're going to be. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Coors? Yeah. Yeah, they do different stuff for the summer. They also put little words on them, too. So now I've got uh, vibes. Vibes. Yeah, oh, chill it's just vibes. simply vibes. It doesn't really tell me. Oh, yeah, I guess with the chill, it makes sense. But it'll also have like there's uh, there's jams and there there's a couple other things. <laughs> they, they just keep printing random words on the side of their cans. I'm like, I feel like they're just making a small collection of like, like you can put it together and you're going to get a fortune cookie. The vibes better chill. And ladies and gents, they will chill. Make sure you stick around for the Jackson Can Show. Thanks again for checking out another episode of the Sports Roundtable. Colbs, we'll be right back, man. Are you ready? I guess. 